Hello supple boys, girls, and everything in between, and welcome to the very first episode of the brand new Supple Boys podcast. What is a supple boy? Who are the supple boys? How do they get to be so supple? Is art dead? Well, you'll find out in this inaugural episode of a new weekly show where the titular supple boys will be discussing everything from pop culture news to whether or not true happiness can really be achieved. This episode, we'll be discussing our origins as friends and podcasters, the podcasting medium, and our own philosophies about art. So sit back, relax, and enjoy, because you're with us right here on the Supple Boys Hour. Podcast. Man, wait, wait, hey, 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 Mr. Podcast. Man, Did somebody ask for Mr. Mr. Podcasts, man? Well, uh, that's me. I got a bunch of podcasts here for you, including this new one. Uh, what's it going to be? Well, I don't know. Well, here we go. Is a Supple Boys podcast. How's it going, oh everybody? Oh, my God. It's a new show. It is a new show. You're going to get so much more supple in your life with me and Ethan coming to you every week. With everything show. going on right now, I think we I think we all need a little a little injection of supple into mm-hmm. our lives i agree uh, not you and me uh, no because we're already we're, very we're, we're the endless fountain of supple but i think everybody else speaking for the rest of humanity <laughs> i think that that's what they need i agree i agree hello everybody my name is griffin sheridan i'm one of the supple boys on the show joined by um, my best friend and creative partner ethan smith hey how's it going hey, it's the supple boys again. we are the supple boys and uh, so, what's the Supple Boys podcast gonna be? Why is it different well, I, than first any of all, other what do people podcast? People know us from because, like, I think I think that a lot of people that'll be listening to this at the start are people mm-hmm. that know us from other shit. <laughs> That's very like, true. Like, I feel like it'd be weird if anyone jumped in on the first episode of this just out uh-huh. of interest. Like, oh, <laughs> you never I mean, know. I guess the I guess the title's kind of sexy. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's, the title is sexy. Like a, We've got a cool punk rock cover art um designed by yours truly uh and you know what i and i think we're very very funny yeah i think so but you know they'd have to get a taste of us to know that and they may have gotten a taste of us from stegman and his amazing friends the podcast that we produce and do with ryan stegman and donny cates marvel legends or from the podcast that we used to do and still kind (laughs) of do yeah what's it called rewind Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, we used to talk about Spider-Man comics every week. Um, and now... We talk about them sometimes. Now, just occasionally. I want But I do want to say, that show's not over. We're still doing that uh, when we can. Yes. Uh, there's just a lot going on, including this new podcast. Which is going to be the best goddamn podcast 
We used to be focused on just making the best Spider-Man podcast. Now we're focused on making the best podcast. <laughs> it took it took a couple. I, what, how long has it been? Like it took a couple of years for us to broaden our scope from just <laughs> Spider-Man. Just Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm wearing a Spider-Man T-shirt today, everybody. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. I'm wear, it's I have great. a Spider-Man throw blanket on. This is a thing that bonds us together as Subway I, Boys. I, and, yes, it is, and it's why we know Ryan Stegman. It's why we're involved in. A bunch of Marvel Comics creators. Yeah, I agree. Ryan Stegman is the one that dubbed us Supple Boys. If you if you're curious as to the origins of the name Supple Boys, you can thank Sir Ryan Stegman. Didn't he say? Wasn't he say he said at first like my young Supple interns, and then I think that I think that was the original. I thought I thought maybe if I remember correctly, we were talking about Marvel bullpen names. And, you know, Smiling Stanley and uh, Jazzy Johnny Romita. And so we were like, hey, what are our Marvel bullpen names? Because they were talking about Ryan and Donnie's different names. Right. And he was like, um, Supple. Supple <laughs> Sheridan and Smith or something yeah. like that. And now we are just that. Yeah. It feels good. I'm we're proud the Supple of it. Boys. And if people have followed us over from that show or from Spider-Man Rewind, that's awesome. And, like, we have this little posse, I think, that likes those shows and specifically likes us. I think that there are a lot of people that listen to Stegman and his amazing friends in mm-hmm. spite of us. Um, <laughs> they're, like, you know, they're there for the creators, and then they're like, yeah, these guys talk sometimes, too. Although we did get an email from somebody that was like, listen, I came for Stegman and Kate's. And then I heard the, you guys, and I was like, who the fuck are these people like taking the airtime away from the stars? Who the fuck uh, are you? Then, who the fuck are you? <laughs> uh, and then, and then, and, but then he started to like us over time, which uh, is, is the arc that I hope we have with a lot of our listeners is they're like, who the fuck are you? And then they're like, oh. Oh, and then we steal their hearts. That's yeah. the supple boy formula right there, yeah. actually. That's exactly how we conduct business. Uh, Ethan, you were talking about how we're very busy and everything, and so it's like, you're so busy, and yet you've somehow managed to start two podcasts within a week of each other. <laughs> yeah, right. Whoops. Yeah, because so, well, yeah, Donnie just announced his sh- his new show. Yes, the, we're the helping Donnie Cates out with Advocates Book Club. It's going to be very fun. Um, yeah. We're super excited about that. We'll plug that more at the end. But... So why are we starting another show if we're so busy? Well, the answer is because because we're so busy, we never get a chance to actually sit down <laughs> and talk yeah. about anything that isn't just those shows. We used to just talk on the phone all the time, like constantly. Yep. And now yes. like we text a lot, but like anytime that we're actually talking, it's about Ryan and Stegman and Donnie Gates. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> because we produce their show. We've carved out little careers for ourselves as podcast producers. But our end goal, I think, is to be comics creators, right? And so yes. I would hope that this show, as well as just being a conversation show with us, is hope is hopefully vaguely like a map of, of like kind of charting our progress as we try to break into comics as well. I think that would be cool. Yes, that would be that would be very cool, Ethan. I agree. Um <laughs> I got some junior mints with me. I have a question for you, Ethan. Is there a senior mints? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, just tangentially related to that, 
Uh, I was at work, my real job. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Yeah, I know. And I was talking to a young woman uh, who uh, this uh, this past year was a senior in high school, and she was explaining how now, uh, uh, today, I think, because she told me yesterday, yeah, so it was today, was supposed to have been her senior prom. Uh, mm-hmm. And that that has been canceled, of course, and her school has done nothing to replace it, which really yeah. is a bummer, I think. And then she said, like, in a few days is her graduation, uh, which is just going to be her, like, watching a slideshow where her face pops up at some point. <laughs> I was just like, God yep. damn, that sucks, man. For reference, yep. if anybody's listening to back episodes. <laughs> <laughs> this is when things are bad. Yeah, we're still right in the middle shit. of the fucking living inside I Am Legend. <laughs> um, but um, we'll try to talk about that as little as possible. <laughs> uh, yes, please. I think um, we, we like to keep things positive. We spend like, all like a positive vibe. I spend all day with a mask on around other people with masks. I'm done thinking Same. about it when I come home. Yeah. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Gross. I hate it. Um, no. Yeah. For this show, we have a lot to talk about. I think we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about our shit. We're going to talk about movies and comics and stuff, pop culture stuff, but also our own kind of journey to break into being part of pop culture. Uh, cause we want to write stuff. We've been super cagey and like vague about the stuff that we're working on, but I think we can go into a little bit more detail here about what we're trying to develop and stuff like that. But also just kind of shoot the shit about, uh, pop culture stuff. Cause we're so fucking funny that I think that anybody would appreciate mm-hmm. our perspective on things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, I agree. And we sh- you know, it should be known when we say like things that we're that we're working on and stuff, we have no official things. We are No, 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 no. We are ground level. When we say <laughs> working on things, we mean working towards working on things. Uh yeah. and and uh how we're going about that and the steps that we're taking that hopefully if you're in a similar position, you know, maybe you can try them out or something but yeah like i mean just we are to, gods like, just just to be <laughs> we are gods ethan how did we become not just supple boys but best friends <laughs> well like so that kind of ties into something that i wanted to talk about in this episode which is just that at this point in history uh for mm-hmm. those looking back in the future uh this is the point in history where everyone and their grandma started a fucking podcast. Um uh, and I it's I, I, I say that with a lot of like stank on it and I don't mean to completely disparage it. Like I was listening to a podcast the other day where We where make a podcast. Bit- we make several podcasts. We do. But I was listening to a podcast the other day where somebody was just kind of bitching about how there's too many podcasts now and whatever. I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that like as as many people should do something creative as possible because i think that like even people that might not think that they'll find a creative endeavor fulfilling can like like just making something is a really great feeling even if it's not you know for anything if it's just for fun and so like i think that since podcasting is so easy and accessible now Mm -hmm. uh, i i think that like i think that it's great that as many people start one as as they want uh, they of course don't all appeal to me and won't appeal to a lot of people. I fucking hate those podcasts where they're like, "We talk about a movie one minute at a time." I, I, <laughs> I hate that shit. Um, but like, but like, you know, if you want to start a podcast where you're like, "Hey, I read a book and then I talk about the book or whatever," I think that's sick, and I think that people should enjoy that and you shouldn't disparage it. However, it is just weird that like <laughs> I feel like yes. you and I started podcasting 
like really young and like yes. kind of early in the wave of it uh, I agree. and and then like years later it's just the it's just the thing everyone does like even if yeah. not like officially a podcast necessarily but just like if nothing else like every celebrity has a thing on their instagram right now where they like interview somebody every couple of days and it's like you're mm-hmm. doing a podcast you're doing yeah. like so I don't know, because like when, when we got started, so like just my introduction to podcasting was like I just had a computer in my room that got internet for the first time when I was like 11, mm-hmm. and then I, it had iTunes on it, and I didn't know what podcasts were, and I clicked on that tab, found comic book podcasts, particularly Amazing Spider-Man Classics, listened to it, was like, holy shit, I want to do this, mm-hmm. and then I found yours tangentially just mm-hmm. because somebody referenced it in one of the nerdy shit that I was already listening to. And, and and so then I was like, holy shit, these these guys are my age. And then I emailed you, like, can I be a part of your show? This is at 12 years old. This is fucking, <laughs> this is 10 years ago. Like, we've always, always been all about the content, Ethan. Just <laughs> never no, stopped. But just, it was weird because I had never heard of them. And, like, I don't think they were that big. Like, I was listening to shows with small listenerships. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't mean to be a hipster about it. It's just like, <laughs> it just feels like no. we we're early to the party. Well, I mean, we like, you can kind of just look. It certainly felt like it to me. Like, I, I agree. I felt like we were like right at that precipice of, of everybody getting one. I think we were kind of like at the tail end of like the sort of second little wave of podcasting. Cause it was like the initial one, I think in like the late two thousands, and, uh, like when people realize this is just like a thing we can do, like podcasting as it is like known to be is like a relatively new art form, I would say. Right. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if there were people out there that just disregarded it as art, but I think it is. And, uh, totally. and so then I think there was another sort of bump right around that 2012, 2013 time yeah. Um, and, uh, we got in there right then and like it, you could even feel it in just Spider-Man podcasts because I feel like we started ours. And then I remember thinking, wow, there are four new Spider-Man podcasts now. Like, uh, it was, it was weird. And there, listen, there's not a lot of Spider-Man podcasts, like relatively to like all podcasts, but, um, we've made two of them just yeah. Great. Awesome. <laughs> Wonderful. I love that. Um, I love but, telling anybody, because I think a lot of people listening to this are here from mm-hmm. Stegman or whatever, so, like, they get it. But, like, I yeah. love just, like, explaining to anybody that doesn't understand what that means, like, telling my fiancé's family, like, yeah, I do a Spider-Man podcast. They're just like, mm-hmm. you. how do you talk about Spider-Man every week? Yeah. And it's like, no, there's thousands of comics. You can go through all the com-. But, like, they just think I'm talking about the concept of Spider-Man as a radio <laughs> show. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's so funny from the outside. It is. Um, and I think, like... And embarrassing. You're a fucking nerd, Ethan. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, in general, like, most podcasts, I think, provide a platform not only for people to make their own stuff, but also for them to discuss other stuff, which I think right. is really crucial to developing your senses, not only as an artist, if you're trying to be an artist like ourselves, yeah. but also uh, as a human being in general. Like, totally. we should talk about the art and the things happening around us and... uh the fact that we can have everybody's conversation about it available is like 
right. simultaneously awe-inspiring and nauseating. I yeah, think. not to get um, too like <laughs> big about it or like too conceptual or whatever, but I think that it's also like part of this movement that's happened on the internet in the last ten years of like the the importance of opinion like because like Mm -hmm. you you go on the internet and like half of the entertainment that you can find is opinion like it's podcasts of people just discussing things or like internet like youtube videos of reactions to things or reviews Mm -hmm. of things or discussions of things like so it's just like there's been a movement where it's just everyone's talking about everything now and we're all listening to each other talking about everything now. Like it's mm-hmm. like radio has just exploded into something like a new entity, yeah. uh, which is just everyone's talking about things all the time. And so, and, and like, that's really overwhelming. Like it's mm-hmm. cool cause everybody has a voice, but it's overwhelming yeah. cause like you drown in opinions. <laughs> like it's, it's yes. I think it's hard to like even keep your own opinions straight. No, absolutely. Like I, I, a hundred percent agree. And I would even go as far to say that, um, I, I think I've in general, I think we both have experienced, uh, having views that lined up with people we listen to only oh God, to, especially when we started listening. Ex- we no, like, exactly. Well, it's, listening yeah, ex- ex- exactly. Yeah. And so at such an impressionable age, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the general sort of course with, technology and social media and kids in general. Right. But for us, you know, we, we include podcasting. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so we would listen to these shows with people that were like twice, three times our age. Right. 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 And obviously they would have different feelings about these things because one is a child watching Spider-Man right. and another is an adult watching Spider-Man. Right, especially, which... yeah, in a pop culture <laughs> area like that because, like, let's not, you know, like, the nerd stereotypes are often true. And, yeah. and, like, and like so in nerdy circles, there's a lot of, like, like just, ugh, just venom <laughs> like, and, like, like, negativity and shit. So, yeah. like, if you listen to a lot of comic podcasts, there's a lot that aren't of course but there's a lot of them that are just just kind of shitting on stuff whether mm-hmm. it's in like a like more of a fun way where you're just kind of roasting something and joking about it or just like just hating everything yeah. uh, and that, and like i've experienced a lot of that as a kid and i think it like was bad i think it was bad for me no i 100 percent agree you know i recent like i've only recently come around on so many things that you (laughs) you you've like been there on we've talked about this and and that like and i kind of track all that back to being very uh being influenced very early on by people with different just different views and i just sort of adopted them right and it took me a while to to fully realize my own thoughts and stuff about things and um things like you know uh, of course, we're prequel babies. Um, yes. We grew up on the prequels, and I loved the prequels. And then I remember there was a there was a point where I had just been told by all these faceless people on the internet and yeah, some right. folks in my own life that no, the prequels suck, and the original trilogy is is where it's at. And listen, yeah. I love the original trilogy. I oh, love yeah. it to pieces. Are you kidding me? Um, but I loved the prequel trilogy too, but for so long I was just like, oh yeah, okay. Because I looked at them in a much more sort of narrow view 
or right. just because they just thought that and I was like, oh, this is just generally what people think. And it's it's hard to almost go against that. Yeah. Um, and for a while I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, what the fuck? That's so stupid. All the yeah. Jedi in one arena. Yeah, fuck that. Completely yeah, yeah. disregarding the fact that when I was like five years old and I saw that shit, I lost you my fucking mind. Yeah, <laughs> I lost my mind. And <laughs> I think in general, it's a lesson. Uh, well, now we're getting into into <laughs> bigger things. But like, I th- and I think it comes back to sort of our mission statement and the thing yeah, that I think yeah, yeah. we... It's our it's gonna be our catchphrase for the show. Yeah, and it's you can also probably kind of hear it develop and rewind if you yeah, go back yeah, yeah. to rewind. But it's now, yeah, it's like our catchphrase on this show, which is yeah. uh, like what you like. Fucking like what you like, man. Like I feel like that's important to be said in the internet age. Like what you like, and don't be a dick. You and have don't be to. A inc- dick. You have to include the and don't be a dick part because people could like things that are. Uh, things that are bad for other people <laughs> that's true yeah don't do that <laughs> talking no, very it's, it's, broadly here but I think, yeah if of, we're talking like life strokes yeah like what you like and do what you want if you're not hurting anybody like of course exactly like just with entertainment wanna, fucking like what you like i agree and uh fucking hey like life is just too short to sit there and be like oh god i fucking hate, this. <laughs> hate it <laughs> This movie. <laughs> this movie. The two hours of my fucking existence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like what you like. If you want to like, th- if you like the prequel trilogy, fuck yeah. If you like the, the original trilogy. Awesome. And thankfully oh, there's yes. there's movements of like prequel memes and stuff that kind of yes. like, like, you know, push the love for, for these nostalgic things. Like Raimi memes is always backing yeah. up if anybody's gonna shit talk the Raimi Spider-Man movies and whatever. But like, yeah, no, that that all like that. A lot of times, the negativity that you find online comes from like a place of like people claim to be like objective in quotation marks, and like you know people like because if you're talking about the Star Wars prequels, somebody will be like, well, objectively, those are bad movies, and it's like, okay, but like, but I don't what know. The fuck there is are, objective. There, yeah, I know there are <laughs> yeah. objective standards of things, of course, like with like shot composition and acting yeah. and whatever, but like. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is that always your place as like a viewer? I don't know. There's so much to talk about there, but just like there is no such thing as an objective film review. Like you you like something or you don't. There's taste and that's kind of prevalent in people. And generally, I think there's a, a lot of the discourse online about stuff like movies or comics and stuff are just generally. I think there's there is so much focus on figuring out this objective that is like right which is it's like trying to figure something out that you could never figure out like a puzzle right. that isn't meant to be solved. Right. right and you're missing you're missing the whole experience i think if you're constantly just thinking about how well does it do these things uh and because i think generally a lot of people just focus on a lot of the same things if you're talking about like story-based right. art Right. Uh, we're talking about like, does the narrative is the narrative like satisfying to my monkey brain? Like, did it right, hit the right, highs right, at right, the right, right points? Did it hit the lows at the right points? Yeah, exactly. Because like the even things that you could say to be objective, like with acting, like because mm-hmm. you have people that are professional, like acting instructors and whatever, like they like they can tell you objectively if somebody's doing a good job with this or a good job with that. Even then some a person's acting might speak to one person and not speak to another because that's just how it, that's how art works like art exactly. is not 
a, a thing that you can put together a mathematical equation and it's good or bad. Like, of course, of course, because yeah. I can I can look at whatever movie and I can say I I liked these things about it and I disliked yeah. these things about it. And at the end, you and even even more so, I think at the end of it, people feel the need to come out of it with some sort of closure, with some sort totally. of I liked this, I didn't like this. But the totally. real the real th- thing about it is that the chances of you just liking all of something is so slim. And yeah. I think when people start having these really small issues with movies Especially or whatever, movies like three hours of so many things, like exactly, like movie, exactly. It's just like, you're going to react to all those little things within one yeah. huge experience. And even, even beyond like, talking about like events that happen in the narrative or anything like that but like there's that there's probably a several different types of like aesthetic choices that you could like the lighting the costuming the production design um and the acting whatever like there's all those things to something you know absolutely everything is made up of pieces and i think a lot of people are like if i don't like every fucking piece i don't fucking like it and it's like come on man like i think people that give like like grade scores to movies are very strange like like especially if they're like number systems of like yeah. nine point something it's like whoa yeah. what like, it's all just like arbitrary i understand the and, feel the need to yeah, do that like yeah. i get it but it also is just strange to me i don't know we bring it i think generally we bring a competitive sense to most things just yeah. people in general yeah and so when even when people are talking about something like art they're looking at art and as as in relation to all the other pieces of art they've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's That's like a so competition, trying That's to so figure weird. out what is the best, who did it, what did it the best. Especially and, when you're uh, in such a saturated period where you got multiple studios trying to, like, make a superhero universe. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like, 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 because, you know, there's so much competition with, like, the Snyder Bros and, like, MCU and whatever. And, like, I don't participate in any of that. I hate all that because there's, like, a lot of stuff that I like in both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um but like I, I've always said that like I feel like if somebody tells you I didn't like you know Batman versus Superman or whatever, I feel like the reaction should be like, oh that sucks. Like I did like it, and like it sucks that you didn't have the same experience. Mm-hmm. Rather than just like any sort of like either like you're a hater or like you're yeah. wrong or like you like I don't know. It's just like or your opinions are invalid now or just yeah. I don't know. It's all just weird. Like I don't know. Yeah. And we can talk about like just toxicity forever. Because yeah. it's yeah, yeah, everywhere yeah. now. And uh, I know it's I just not want like everybody a... to vibe together, man. Especially about <laughs> is... entertainment. You know what I mean? This is what the Supple Boys podcast is all about. Uh, I've told Ethan this a number of times. Uh, like you said at the very beginning, we've got a pretty niche group that may come and listen to this. And I would yeah, love right. for everybody to to come on over and listen. And if they enjoy it, stay. If not, that's fine. Um, but I, I, I keep telling you that like I want somebody to come into this feed and like feel us and feel yeah, like I want them yeah. to listen to the show and feel like they have uh, a good idea of who we are uh as artists and as people yeah right totally i mean because yeah we were planning on you know we're gonna have a regular show of just talking about shit but we also like have a bunch of ideas for like side stuff that we're just gonna throw onto the feed as well like it's gonna be like just a hectic feed of just stuff that we make um i I think it'll be fun um but most regularly talking about shit and to follow everything we were saying back to the root like Mm -hmm. everybody's got a, a podcast and it's like 
And, and like like right you were talking about like the boom that was in like the 2012 and whatever. There was a boom like right before all the coronavirus shit where celebrities started taking over the podcasting space. Mm-hmm. Like Conan O'Brien moves in and he's got a podcast now that's basically just a late night show. He just has celebrities yeah. on for like for deeper conversations. Um, and then it kind of started to be a thing of every comedian has a podcast. Um, and like, you know, cause Bill Burr's had one forever, but you know, situations like that where like every comedian is sitting down in front of a mic for every week and they're, mm-hmm. and reading sponsor notes. Uh, yeah. and like, and, yeah. and then, and, and now we're, we're getting like huge production things like office ladies where yeah. like, where, where like you could just come in and you're like, we're two people from the office and we're talking about the office and it's like, Oh my God, that's a big financial opportunity. Like they are making so much fucking bank and let me say i oh, like yeah. that show a lot i've listened yeah. to every episode of that show i really like it but they read like four four to five sponsors an episode and mm-hmm. i and like and i'm like wow that that is it's, so much that is money, money. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly especially you know we have been playing around in the sandbox long enough to understand how much money that probably oh my god that's, that oh probably god, is yeah. uh and so no i i, I agree and it's kind of interesting to see, like, the sort of counterculture that comes to anything yeah. that gets popular, obviously. Like, now there's sort of the, there's almost a stigma that goes along with having oh, a course. podcast, I think. It's embarrassing to say now. <laughs> yeah, because people are like, oh, you feel like you have to share your opinions and stuff like that. And it's not like there's a all compulsive... those jokes of, like, a group of podcasts is called a white man. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, and that's hilarious, and it's true. But yeah, also... It's, it's, yeah, because I think there's this... Uh, the, the concept of just white people shoving their opinions in everybody's face. Particularly men. <laughs> Particularly men. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's a lot of podcasting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is what a lot of podcasting is, I think. Yeah. But I also think that like it's getting popular because I think people are realizing they like it <laughs> more. Yeah. Like and it's and easy. <laughs> exactly. We've managed to trick people into thinking that they need us to produce the shows. For <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just generally, I think people are realizing that they like podcasts because oftentimes, like you were kind of just getting it with what Conan has done, where yeah. he's getting people on his show to talk more in depth. And I think people are yeah. realizing that's what they want. I've been like like surrounded. less like produced like less yeah. sanitized like just very natural discussion yeah yeah and uh, also I will add like it's part of this digital content sphere that you can get on your phone and your yeah. uh, laptop easily it's it originated on those things and so totally. it's easier to get to those sorts of things than say like oh if you want to watch your cable on online or whatever you gotta go and you gotta log in and you gotta gotta fucking get your subscription and pay for that and there's and you gotta get these channels on hulu and these channels on like whatever the fuck yeah yeah. um but also i will say having been quarantined at my parents house for the past two months um i was surrounded by the most cable tv uh that ever ever oh yeah uh, I went and... on vacation to Hawaii to stay with my fiance's <laughs> family in the winter, and and yeah, they watch a lot of cable, a lot of CBS. Yes, and and it is like if you're not because I'm so out of that, like I haven't had cable mm-hmm. in so many years, like, mm-hmm. and so like if you're out of that for a while and you come back to it, it's like cold water. It's like what it really fuck? is, and it's you know why? Because a lot of it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's so bad. 
It's so a like of cringy. It so much of it isn't is so very cringy. good. You look at yeah, you like you get on the cable and I almost feel dingy. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. Ugh, yeah. What is all I this? I feel like our, our generation particularly really seeks out like naturalistic content, which is really yeah. interesting. Like and I like watching some of our listeners just to just a shout out like Gemma if if you listen to Rewind everybody knows Gemma and like mm-hmm. Queen Mab's Revenge these people that on Twitter that listen to our shows and then I I kind of watch what they're saying on Twitter and like they listen to so many podcasts and follow all of those people's things and interact with all their things. And it's Mm -hmm. just, like, real shit. Like, it's, like, real humans on a human level, and one of them is making a thing, and another person likes that thing, and you can just interact. But also the thing that they're making is this real conversational thing. And it's, like, I don't know. It's just on such a different level than, like, network television. Yeah. Um, And I can already, like, and and I can hear some people being, like, uh, well, like, depending on what shows and such we're talking about, like, naturalists, you know, people are getting paid. And so it's hard to, it's always murky trying to figure out if something is is true or not when there's something like money yeah. involved and stuff yeah, totally. and yeah of course and i can also hear the people that are like you're fucking talking about star wars and star wars is is owned by oh, the biggest yeah. corporation ever yeah. and it's like all right well you you can get caught up in thinking about the sort of you know actual yeah. real world elements of it and that's like a totally separate conversation yeah, like, we're talking in broad strokes here. Like, we also exactly. love Love Island. I don't know if anybody's seen Love Island. It's the most produced fucking insane reality TV yes. show. But, like, we like yes. that. Like, it's just like, I'm just yeah. like, we're just talking generally here. And it's like, yeah, well, that it was made it was made to get your money or made to, like, keep your attention or whatever the hell, uh, you know, you people want to say about Did a good job. that sort of stuff. And it's <laughs> like, okay, well, then it makes sense because it works. Yeah. Yeah. My pleases my brain. And uh, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's what I'm here for is to like the things I like and uh, and dislike the other ones, but not being a dick about it. Yes. So but like to wrap up this sort of this main conversation piece here. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you excited to podcast more? Yeah, more podcasts. I think that's what <laughs> you're saying is more podcasts. Uh, and and I do actually mean that. I'm I'm joking, but like I'm yeah. seeing a lot of people just having fun doing shit while they're stuck at home. Yeah. Like uh, like Claire Taunty, you know Claire Taunty. I'm, I, I, she's doing yes. a lot of videos on her Instagram, just of her nice. like cooking and shit. And mm-hmm. like I I think it's awesome. I think it's like really cool. Like if you have a small following or a big following, to just be sharing what you're doing and people are interested because that's a very human thing is for us to be interested in each other's lives and. Uh, I don't know. That's why we keep doing it. We, we like interacting with people and putting thoughts out there and hearing other people's thoughts. Dude, now um, that we have people that listen to our podcasts, it's so fucking awesome. <laughs> I know, I know. It's crazy. I don't know how we went so long without listeners. <laughs> <laughs> For all those folks struggling out there, if you have a low following right now, not that say ours is big, uh, but mm. but just anybody. Like, dude, 10 people. When we were starting Rewind and we got like four emails, it was just awesome. It was oh, awesome. I know. And that was like That's a year all ago. it takes. <laughs> it's really all it takes is yeah, yeah. a couple of folks out there listening and responding cuz that just feels it feels good. I don't need to be communicating with thousands and thousands of people about something as long as we got enough folks to talk to, which of course yeah, people four say or that five like, that people like are. Emails and and feedback are like the currency of the really small podcasting world and it's so true. It's just like <laughs> it one is. email will make your week and it's like yeah, it's it's better than money. That's all it takes to keep the show running. It's just a Absolutely. couple of people saying hi, yeah. and that's it. Absolutely. And that's it. 
Um, but yeah, I I love podcasts, and uh, we're pretty cool. <laughs> I'm looking forward to because we're just going to talk about whatever. I want to yep. do some highlight episodes on a specific movie or game or whatever, and I want to we'll do I it. Want to do ep- I want to do episodes where we talk about how we're feeling about our current place and in in, in yep. cre- our creative works and stuff and. Uh, just all kinds of shit, man. I, I'm looking forward to just fucking around yes. and, and, and making sure that this comes out every single week and we don't miss any because Rewind's had to go super irregular just because a lot goes into making Rewind mm-hmm. Like for anybody that hasn't figured that out. Um, and that's why that's why it's so um, spotty and whatever. Um, but And then obviously a lot goes into making Stegman and everything. So it's just like I'm looking yeah. forward to just being able to just sit down with you and talk about shit and joke around this episode was kind of serious for a first episode but we're very funny men uh, <laughs> and so this is going to be a funny show i hope uh, i hope one way or another uh so i just hope that at the end of each episode somebody can walk away and just say that was good that was a good use of my time was, yeah uh so whether it was funny or not i hope i hope it made you at least kind of be like oh yeah that's a good idea that's a good thought absolutely absolutely yeah. Looking forward uh, to interacting with the with the, the supple folks. The supple folks. That's your guys' names. You're welcome. Hello, cruel world. Are you real or just a dream? And will I ever find some meaning like the pretty folks on TV? And now, it's time for the second part of the show. Uh, Oh, shit. uh Uh-oh. So, you've already mentioned Claire Tanti on this episode, which is great. Yes. Uh, She is actually, um, you may also know her husband, Mr. Sunday Movies, uh, a.k.a. James. And Mm -hmm. um, we love those guys. We at Weekly Planet, um, uh, one of their shows, is something that we bonded over actually pretty early on, too. that I think was that's just still probably a, my favorite podcast. I, it's a great it's, fucking it's, show. Yeah, love my, those like, guys. Top comfort food thing to listen to. Yeah, those guys are just endlessly entertaining. Everybody on Planet Broadcasting. Oh yeah. Top notch. Love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Claire and James, they have a show. It's called Suggestible. It's the best yes. fucking show because they I love that show. <laughs> because they are so great. I love their. I just love their energy about things, and I love their banter, of course, and everything. And uh, they just make me happy. And uh, hearing them talk about the things that they like um, or, or find interesting, I think not only provides for good conversation and good podcasting, uh, but also was cool for me to hear as a listener and I'm sure was fun for them as podcasters. Yeah. And so that's why we're going to be closing out each of these episodes with what we're calling Supple Suggestions. Oh, uh, and shit. that's just where... Ethan and I bring something to the table to share with each other um, and and the supple folks uh, and let them know to check it out. 
Absolutely, man. And what do you again, got? You know, I, I, I'm trying not to reference today's times too much, but particularly in today's times, we're all just sucking in media like uh, like yep. like like wild men. Um, so that, you know, I think we're intaking a lot of shit, and uh, and we're everybody constantly needs more. So uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna ref- we're gonna let you know what shit we're enjoying the most right now. I think you haven't read much manga or manga. I haven't yet. read much. Period. <laughs> uh, have you read any manga at all uh i mean i may have at some point uh mm-hmm. you know i actually contrary to what i just said have read some stuff actually quite a bit of stuff so it's possible mm-hmm. somewhere in there was a manga but i don't okay. read it um regularly no sure well not now to, you know, i'd like to yeah I'd like to to harp on to what Donny Cates calls dumb backwards comics for a minute. Uh, Because, (laughs) listen, we're all comics fans here. We're going to talk a lot about comics on this show. Fuck Uh, yeah. And over the last probably six months, I've had kind of like a a, a, a Christian style rebirth. I've been I've been baptized in in Mm -hmm. the manga fountain Mm. Uh, and it's it's taken a really long time. But. Uh, quickly manga like there are a few manga that have become like my they're like in my like top five favorite comics of all time just generally um and i think that like i think that anybody that's a huge comics fan that hasn't dipped their toes into manga which i know is a lot of people uh are really fucking missing out because like just i think like a, a massive chunk like if not half of just the greatest comics are manga um and like i just finished recently reading all of the chapters of dragon ball um and nice. i've i've been in on one piece uh, i'll finish that when i'm a million years old um and like smaller stuff like um fucking the horror guy junja jun junji ito i apologize if i'm fucking that mm-hmm. up but his horror mm-hmm. manga is just like really f- gets to me and makes me feel terrible um yeah and and his, it's just spectacular and wonderful um and i recommend griffin this is a suggestion to you uh, that you get the Shonen Jump app uh, because okay. it literally costs like two dollars a month, um, and they give you, you get pretty much unlimited access to every chapter of all of the Shonen Jump manga, um, which I just think is an insane price tag uh, for how much content there is. Yeah, in there. that's crazy. And there's there's just limitless incredible stuff. And my particular recommendation is one that I started really recently uh, called Doctor Stone, and I, and we talked about this really briefly on Stegman recently uh in that ryan's uh kids read it i believe um but <laughs> of course uh, i they do. really yeah yeah i'm i really recommend it to you and to everybody honestly because it's some of the most like fun i've had reading a comic in like a good long time uh and the the whole premise is that uh one day everyone on earth is petrified in stone um and uh just mysteriously like it happens at first with the birds like some stone birds start dropping out of the air and mm-hmm. then every human on earth is frozen in stone uh for like like i can't remember how long like, i think it's like two thousand years um and then the the first one to wake up is this kid uh who's brilliant he's like a brilliant scientist mind kid um, and he he like hatches out of his stone, but no one else has, and mm-hmm. so he starts he starts immediately trying to figure it out, figure out how to unpetrify people, figure out why this has happened, and essentially like rebuild society from scratch because two thousand years have passed around us, so everything is just fucked and ruined and yeah. wild, uh, and that and that sounds quite like serious and technical, and it is, but it's also really funny. 
like and nice. it, like it's so charming and fantastic the art is wonderful and each chapter ends with like a little like a little comic that tends to always make me laugh and mm-hmm. like i don't know man i just think it's spectacular and i really really recommend that you and everybody out there give it a shot if you haven't oh hell yeah i'm writing it down right now very cool. you got a suggestion for me man i do i have a suggestion for you ethan and all the rewind folks um it's possible that throughout this episode you've been hearing some some music, some tunes. Um, first off, that comes from the fact that I am editing this first episode. Ethan will edit the next one, and I'm hoping that both of us just kind of do whatever with each episode and surprise each other with yeah, little yeah, things yeah. here and there. Um, yeah. And again, imbuing the, the podcast with a sense of us, I uh, would love to share some music with you folks throughout these episodes, um, because I really, really like music. And I like listening to it, and I like making playlists and stuff. And so I like finding new stuff that I like. And a band that I have grown to really love in the past year, I think, maybe two, um, is a group called Mount Joy. And uh, they have a fantastic self-titled album. They also have their second album coming out uh, June 5th. Uh, and it's called Rearrange Us, and uh, they've been dropping some singles from that. The most recent one is entitled Death. It's a fucking jam. Um, I would highly, highly recommend going, checking out uh, all the stuff that they've released from their this upcoming album, uh, and then listen to that self-titled, because that album is so goddamn good uh, and has so many tracks that have just kind of been uh, omnipresent in pretty much all of my playlists for the past uh, year, at least. Sick. Um, yeah, cool. I, I've so, heard the name of them before. I've yeah, they're actually, they're they're getting bigger right now because they've been, or they were, should say, before the world ended and everything sucked. Um, <laughs> uh, they were touring with the Lumineers, who I think is a group a lot oh, of people right, will right. recognize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've been, they've actually been getting a bit bigger uh, in the most recent months. Um, so, I highly recommend that, um, and also, if you want to maybe hear some more of the stuff I'm listening to, you can follow me on Spotify, at Griff Sheridan. Um, <laughs> I'll also be making a playlist um, of songs that maybe you'll be hearing on the show, and if there are no songs in the show, I'm just going to cut this out, so it'll be fine. Um, so look out for the Supple Boys playlist in there. And also, yeah, Mountjoy, rearrange us. I'm loving it. Sick. I got some music stuff I could bring up later. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to give that a shot. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing that. I, I like the Lumineers. Um, the Lumineers are great. Yeah, they, have yeah. a, uh, they have a cover I'm listening to right now. They have a cover of um, Have You Ever Seen the Rain? And it's so goddamn oh, good. Yeah. I cool. love it. Yeah, um, that sounds good. Well, hey, thanks, Ethan. I'm going to check all that stuff out. And now you say, you're welcome, Griffin. I will also be checking out your super cool Spotify. <laughs> yeah, th- that. My, my other thing that I wanted to bring up briefly was, yes. uh, because apparently, and just as of this first episode, I'm a fucking weave and I didn't know it. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always terrified of accidentally falling into the weave pool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I, I played Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, and finished it uh, a few days ago. And uh, are you aware of Final Fantasy VII at all? 
vaguely. I've never played them, I, any of them, uh, but I'm vaguely aware of what's going on with that one, yeah. Yeah, so Kingdom Hearts are like my favorite games of all time. And, and of course, that's Disney mixed with Final Fantasy. And so I've played a few Final Fantasy, particularly 15, which I really liked. And 7 is like considered the best one story-wise, and it's considered one of the best games of all time. Uh, and I had tried to play it on a bunch of occasions, but it's it looks fucking awful on the PlayStation One. Like that's like I know I know a lot of people would fucking hate me saying that. I am finishing the original right now, and I've gotten used to the look of it. But before, I was not used to the look of it. And uh, I the remake came out, which is only like remaking like the first little chunk of the game, probably like the first quarter ish of the original game uh in with just incredible like graphics and it's they've redone all the music and everything and added a whole lot of stuff and let me fucking tell you just the remake i i was crazy about i loved it um the music is incredible i've been listening to just the soundtrack of it um and it's one of the most like cinematic experiences i've had in a game like which is crazy because like i've played uncharted and stuff but just the way that the cinematics and stuff will look so beautiful and then it'll just seamlessly bring you right back to your playing is just crazy because um, it's just one of the best looking games I've ever played. Like the characters look spectacular um, and the characters is the biggest thing about it is I fucking love the characters in that game to the point that like when I've gone back to the original and it's a big graphical downgrade, I still really like the characters. So I'm like really into finishing it. Um, but yeah, for all those reasons, like the the combat system in it is incredible, and it looks incredible, and like story is so cool and weird and interesting. But then at the end of this remake, you know, I'm, I'm expecting like a to be continued or whatever to part two because they haven't finished remaking it yet. Something kind of fucking crazy happens, and I'm not gonna spoil it on here, but it's like really, really bizarre and controversial. Like I've heard a lot of people say a lot of different things about it. Uh, and, uh, I, I, I think I'm into it. I don't know. It's really, okay. really, really weird. Um, but as somebody that's like, that hadn't played the original before and is finishing it now, I think I'm into what's going on there, but I'm, I'm interested to hear what other people have to say about it. So if anybody wants to hit me up about that, but, uh, yeah, it's really cool. And the direction, like, I really like those weird choices that they make in like RPG, JRPGs and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. so I don't know. Very exciting. I, I like that one a lot. I recommend anybody check that out that hasn't yet. That's very cool, Ethan. I will uh, make sure I never play that game. It's going to be so long. <laughs> it's going to be so long. I don't have the time for that. It's, it, it's, it's not that long. It's like a, it's like a 25 hour thing. <laughs> I would like to one, one day. That's awesome, Ethan. I cut in right there, so it's fine. Don't even worry okay, cool. about all this stuff before. Um, <laughs> I actually have one more thing. Not so much of a suggestion, really, more of a, like, expression. And maybe if you haven't seen this thing, it's a suggestion. But, man, I fucking love Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, and I guess it'll be a formal suggestion. If you have not seen Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, it's fantastic. It's probably one of the best uh, cartoons, like, it's particularly like, kids' cartoons that we've gotten uh, ever? It's, no, it's no Danny Phantom, but it is. Danny Phantom is damn good as well. I uh, recently rewatched all of Avatar: The Last Airbender uh, as part of my part of my at home viewing, and yep. uh, it was awesome, start to finish. That show is so fucking 
just like satisfying in its storytelling. Like it hits like all the little sort of fan servicey moments, like it hits in one way or another and you're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. But then it also gives you these moments that you're like, I didn't know I wanted that or I needed that, but I feel and it. Doesn't it and it doesn't technically make it. you a weeb because it's an American production. That's true. Although some people still consider it anime. Um, yeah. I don't, I can't get into that conversation. I don't, I, I I don't, don't know. know enough, unfortunately, <laughs> but I do know that avatar is fantastic. And if you haven't seen it, it's all going to be on Netflix like probably by the time this episode is out, I think it's the 15th and I'm just getting ahead of the curve. Cause I already know how this is going to go. Cause what whenever something legend of Korra, I uh, am actually, I just finished season one of that for the first time yeah. the other night. And I will say, I thought I like the, uh, the overarching sort of narrative of it all, but I think episode to episode, it's not as interesting as avatar. Um, but I think they got some really cool concept and designs in there too. So it's it's still interesting. I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it. Is um, it because it has a female lead and you don't like that? Oh, fuck. Oh, that is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, uh, Avatar. It's going to be on Netflix if you haven't seen it. I did uh, when... There are those things going around on Twitter that was like, here's all those shows from your childhood. Pick three to keep or whatever. And Avatar yeah. was on one of those lists that I saw going around. I think it was like with all the Nick shows on it. And... I saw, like, most people had Avatar on there, as they should, but I saw a number of people that didn't have it on there, and I just thought to myself, I feel like you haven't seen Avatar, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I've, I haven't seen it in its full in, uh, in its entirety, so I'll have to go back to it. It's, it's actually, it's surprisingly um, bingeable. TV is honestly a big turnoff to me. Like I like I have not been able to finish a TV show in so long. Like I don't know what it is about TV that I can't commit to as much as I can other mediums. Like I think it's just there's too much of it. Yeah, I mean traditional TV in the sense of like what we're talking about like yeah, those like Netflix series. Yeah, ne- network network shows that go like are 23 episode seasons they're all an hour long every episode is 45 minutes and there's 16 seasons it's just like that's so much there's just no way all of it i also feel like most shows now feel bloated like because like yeah like i've heard like dan Harmon always says that like netflix series are like are often just like b-grade movies stretched Mm -hmm. out to 12 episodes and mm-hmm. like that's to- that totally is the case a lot of the time. So you'll start something and then I'll immediately like smell filler. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I, that just. Ugh. But that said, I think pe- folks like uh, streaming services are like you know with just generally just the idea of we're gonna do eight episodes and they're gonna be you know it's gonna be a bit more concise. At least we're moving yeah. in a better direction. And I think there are a number of limited series that have just sort of nailed it on the head. Uh, and yeah. and have used their runtimes wisely, but obviously there are still plenty that haven't. Uh, there are still sort of like those cable equivalents on Netflix. Absolutely. Yeah. And you that's should. the part of the show where we talk about things that are 10, 15 years old and people have already <laughs> seen because we like them. And that's it. Um, Ethan, is that the end of episode one of supple boys? It feels like it is. I agree. I agree. Uh, well, folks, this is where I'll say all the things that I'll say at the end of all the shows. We are the Supple Boys. I'm Griffin. You can find me at Twitter, uh, on Twitter, at Griff Sheridan. Uh, that is Ethan. You can find him at Tales to Astonish. And you can find uh, our our own 
Twitter for this show, at uh, SuppleBoys. Uh, that feed is run by the Supplesaurus. He handles all that sort of stuff uh, yeah, for this show. Yeah, big thanks to our producer, the Supplesaurus. Supplesaurus, we owe you everything. Um, so go ahead, follow that account as well for uh, just to make sure you stay up to date on the show and uh, and you don't miss a beat. And you'll see, maybe you'll see some cool behind-the-scenes stuff. If there's ever cool behind-the-scenes stuff, you can follow us and the Supplesaurus account and of course we do two other shows we do stegman and his amazing friends you can find that at stegman show if you want to take a look most of you are probably here from that and we also help donny cates out with his brand new advocates book club that's it oh you can you can email us suppleboys at gmail.com honestly i would email anymore (laughs) i don't know do they i don't yeah i haven't i i used to be I used to be a, like, no notifications badge on my email app sort of guy. Wow. Like, not even one. If it's on there, I got to get rid of that shit. And now, it's absurd how many emails I have. <laughs> I have so many that well, I just haven't checked. Yeah. Yeah, what can I say? Cottage Inn keeps emailing me. That's a pizza place, I realize. Not everybody knows what the <laughs> fuck that is. It's a pizza place in Michigan. Um, the best the best chain in Michigan, I will say. If we're talking just sort of chains... Hot take. It's Cottage Inn, without a doubt. Um, email us at suppleboys at gmail.com. Follow us at suppleboys. Our website, suppleboys.com, right? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. You can find all of our episodes there. Make sure well, you spell boys the correct way. B-O-I-Z. Because the it's vibes. Not just boys, we're boys. <laughs> we're boys with vibes, and those vibes are supple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I think those are all the things. The show will be on all the places eventually. Uh, not right now with episode one, but eventually. Thank you. Eventually. And, uh, yeah, email us because I would love on our mailbag episodes to just sort of hear what you guys think. Uh, about some of the stuff that we're talking about and maybe if you got some supple suggestions for us listen we want to hear it we want to talk about it because that's what this is all about right is liking what you like and not being a dick hit that fucking catchphrase perfect right at the end that's it it's done (laughs) it's done we did it episode one goodbye like what you like folks we'll see you next week I almost just hung up with a Skype call. I almost just was just about to be like, all right, and done. Get fucked. <laughs>